You're listening to Optional Opinions, the only podcast done by average dudes for average Joes. So quit listening, Peter. We're talking about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home Oh my gosh. Today. Spoilers. What? Well, what's, what's spoiler? I'm kidding. It, 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 yeah. It, that was you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> um so anyway we all saw this movie um we did see this movie uh, at least i hope we all saw this movie because we yes this is we not were... another uh james bond <laughs> good so uh yeah non-spoilery i mean we texted a little bit about it and we tried to be as vague as possible but now that we have all seen it um and without ruining each other's first impressions, what did you guys think? So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really fun movie. And yeah, I mean, the thing is, I feel like it's hard to talk about it because like spoilers come pretty quick in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was a ton of fun. Uh, kind of the things that I've been telling people, like trying not to spoil things is basically if you enjoy the other Spider-Mans and you're just connected to Spider-Man a lot. Um, I think it's really fun and you'll enjoy it a lot. If you really don't care that much about Spider-Man, then it's probably just another MC movie for you. Um, but yeah, I think uh, seeing, you know, some of the other villains brought back from the other different movies was, is a lot of fun. And so, yeah, that's kind of my initial take without spoiling anything. Uh, I rate it. In 8.5. We'll go 8.5. In between an 8 and an 8.5. Somewhere. Yeah. 8.5. I'll commit. Okay. Brandon. Oh, boy. <laughs> when when Brandon was the first of us to see this movie, and he's the one that texted us and said, initially, and I don't know if you've revised it, but you said initially it was like, a seven point something. Yeah, I said a seven point oh, and I felt like I was being generous. Dr- uh, generous. Um, Ooh. I've been. It's it's somewhere between a six point five and a seven for me. Um, don't get me wrong. I I enjoyed watching the film, but I have a lot of qualms uh, <laughs> with with this film. It, it felt like to me, and without getting into spoilers, it just felt like a fan service movie, and that they just kind of discarded this like all their effort in the the story. It felt like they didn't put any effort towards that. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now. But I'll I'll, I'll stick with seven. Okay. Um. I I gave it. I think I gave it like an. 8.2. I'll just give it a flat 8. I thought it was fun. I liked it. Um, I think kind of like Kyle said, like I'm one of those people, like I definitely love the MCU, but I'm a little more interested in like, I don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Man stuff. And like, I like Spider-Man's cool, but I never grew up wanting to be Spider-Man or anything. So like, 
I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't feel like I had a super big connection. Um, but I still, I still like the movie. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, without going into spoilers, I just, I liked it, uh, an average amount. So I gave it, uh, a, an average score of an eight. And I think nice. that's as far as we're going to go without spoiling it. Yeah. yeah, I do think it's interesting that none of the three of us landed. I was like, I've seen so many like nine out of ten, ten out of ten. Like, yeah, it's. I didn't think it was that. I don't. I don't think it deserved all the crazy good reviews. No. And yeah. I've been seeing comments of people saying like it's a love letter for comic fans, and it's like uh, I don't think so. But yeah, it's it's. What would you guess the IMDb gave it? I think you texted us that, but it was like nine something. It was nine point two, right? Yeah, right now it's sitting at a nine point oh out of ten. Nine point oh. And when Guys, it first I came out, like I think this. it was I wanted to so <laughs> When it first came out, I think it was at like a or an, on Rotten Tomatoes like a hundred percent fresh. It was at a hundred percent for Rotten Tomatoes. I think with the first fifty reviews, yeah. But the Which, way the Rotten Tomatoes work, it's either like fresh or it's not, right? Yeah, so, I was going to say, I feel like... like I, A movie like this seems like it'd be really high on Rotten Tomatoes, just that the way that it gets scored. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know... I know just enough about that rating system, or I've heard enough to know that it's kind of broken, but not enough to know like why or how. <laughs> so... I think it still gets the the general, you know, if it's a high score, it's it's probably a pretty decent movie. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, spoil, spoiler time, spoiler time. And yes. here it goes. We're going to spoil something. Uh, the Sandman is in the movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. I don't, I don't know if you noticed that, but. I don't think I did. Was he like an important character or like? Yeah, kind of. It that was like the main spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I think that was everybody was kind of you know kind of up there. Is like was are they like doing some sort of Dune twist with uh, all the sandstorms <laughs> or not? But it was yeah, it was confirmed to be Sandman. Uh huh. Damn, um, right over my head. Jeez. Right. Oh, Rosie agrees. Nope, that's uh, that's my dog. Okay, I yeah, take I, it back. Dude, why we did not know our dogs bark? Like, what yeah, kind of come on, what the heck? Jeez. Sorry, you even call us our friend. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, anyway, obviously, the main thing was that Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire are in this movie. Um, question for both of you Did you think that was going to happen, or like, so, how convinced were you that that was going to happen? 100%. I had it spoiled for me. Uh, okay. I think that, so all the people I've talked to that have had lower reviews of the movie had that spoiled for them going into the movie. It's a common theme. And I think it definitely adds to how good this movie is and how fun this movie is. Um, because when I know I'm going to see a movie, which I think I've said on this before, like I actively avoid watching trailers or any interviews or, you know, kind of the media that happens before the movies to like, so I went in, like, I thought it might happen, but I also thought like, Oh, maybe it won't happen. I was legitimately like 50, 50 on it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know the villains were in it, obviously, cause they were in all the trailers and like, you know, scrolling Twitter or whatever. You can't like avoid it completely. You still see 
you know, occasional clips or something, but right. Um, yeah. And so I think not knowing or, you know, like kind of had a feeling that they were going to be in it, but also, like I said, I, I was 50, 50 on whether or not. Um, and this is the one time where like, so my theater was actually pretty full and it was like stressing me out when I was going into it. Cause I'm like, um, COVID like what is happening? But my theater was pretty fun. Like it was a fun experience. Like whenever one of the villains were brought in from the other movies, like people were like clapping and cheering and it was like a good time. And then like when the portal opens and you see Toby's suit and then he comes in and pulls off his mask, it was like, you know, everyone's clapping and and loving it. And I think it added a lot to my experience. Like it made it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Had I seen this on a, you know, Saturday morning or, well, I guess I did, but if it, (laughs) if it wasn't, you know, full and, and a good like experience with like the crowd in the theater. Um, I think it might review might've been lower. Cause like, it was a ton of fun to like, it really sucks you into the movie and like, you're having a good time when everyone's like clapping around you and really enjoying it. Yeah. So my experience, there was like five people in the theater and people tried to do that and it just did not work, <laughs> and, which was honestly kind of, was really funny. Like, I got more laughs out of that than um, the actual show. Um, But it, yeah, I don't know. I thought I, I had it spoiled for me, but I felt like they just introduced them in the most anticlimactic way. Like, I felt like it was, like, so lame. Like, they could have done such a better job at that. Like, did you guys feel that at all or no? Is it just me? I guess maybe thinking back on it, it did feel a little anticlimactic. I think, um, well, so first of all, I was, uh, like I was kind of, I was basically trying not to be too hopeful about it because I know that like Andrew Garfield, the people have been asking him all the time and he just been denying it. Uh, like in all of his TV appearance appearances, there, you know, everybody's like, are you in this new movie? Are you in this new movie? And he's like, no, that would have been really cool, but like, I'm not in it. And everybody was like, we don't believe you. <laughs> um, but so like, I'd heard that and it was actually um, shout out to Mr. Sunday movies. I was watching one of their videos and I think that there's how I found out. I don't know if you guys found out about like in the Brazilian trailer, for this movie um do you remember at the end when they're like on the statue of liberty and they're fighting and it's yep, all i know what you're talking yeah. about yeah so one of my told me about yeah this. so lizard uh in the brazilian trailer gets kicked in the face in the trailer it looks like just by nothing and spider-man was way out, like uh what's his face tom holland's spider-man was way somewhere else so everybody's like oh so they totally just forgot to cgi that out and uh like it's there's definitely somebody else another spider-man there so i was like hearing that and i was like okay well i don't want to be super disappointed honestly because i remembered wandavision and i remembered everybody saying dr strange is going to show up in the final whatever and i remember it like it kind of made the experience a little lame for me because the whole time i was like okay when's he's gonna show up when's it's gonna happen um but so i was like trying not to be too hopeful about it 
I thought it would have been cool. But at the same time, I didn't really have like a huge connection to those movies. Um, but all that being said, I realized like when it was happening that like when they first had the, uh, Andrew Garfield show up, I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. It seems kind of, you know, I guess you're kind of right. It seemed a little anticlimactic, but I don't know. I don't know what else they would have done to like, you know, do, do anything different basically. I don't know. I feel like if you're going to like wait to have this revealed to like the end, you should just, it should be like a crescendo. Like you feel when like, I, I don't know, is it was just lame. Like either like introduce them kind of like in a subtle way like that, like in the beginning and have them a more integral part of the story or like make it a big thing at the end. And it was just not. See, like I don't know. I had a, I had a really a lot of fun with it when they introduced it again. Like my theater was is lit. It was a lot of fun. So like, yeah, that's true. Were losing their minds. So, so like so is mine. And me, it was like, oh, this is awesome. Like <laughs> you know, I, like it felt very climactic, or it felt like a big deal or a big reveal because like everyone lost their mind. So I was like, or, I don't know. That's why I think like this is a, one of the movies where like the theater experience actually added a lot for me. Like it, it benefited a lot. Mm-hmm. So I guess that for for one showing that that can influence like the score, but like if you were to watch this in the future, so you, you wouldn't rate it this high. I mean, yeah, it's possible, um, but also like I don't know. I thought I thought it fit right in with the movie. I I think it was, I think it was the right decision to wait to like introduce them all to each other until the end of the movie. Plus, it is like Tom Holland's Spider Man movie, so I, I thought it was good that they gave him the majority of the first like half of the movie or whatever. No, I'm not saying they should have done either one. I'm just saying like, if you're going to do the one that's in later half, it should just be more exciting. Uh, Yeah. But like, also, I don't know. I, I don't, I liked how they did it. So I, I don't know that I'd want them to be like, I don't know, like they're fighting a monster and all of a sudden another Spider-Man appears. I, I had no problems with it. I thought it was good. It did remind me like, yeah, I I definitely thought it was cool, but it did remind me. I remember uh, watching Guardians of the Galaxy two when they're fighting like Ego, the Living Planet. I remember them being there, uh, just like you know, getting getting ready to fight and whatever, and then kind of realizing halfway through this battle that I was like, oh, this is like this is the climax of the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> like just kind of realizing, Oh, this isn't, this isn't, you know, a battle happening to lead up to something else. Like this is the final thing, which is fine. I just like, it just kind of, I don't know. had, I had a moment of realization instead of like actually feeling it in the moment. So that, are you comparing that to this one's climactic battle scene or I'm comparing it to, uh, like when we see, or finding out like the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in it. It kind of felt like it was like a, you know, and everybody around me was so excited. I was like, Oh yeah, cool. I was like, Oh wait. Yeah, this is, I guess this is a really big deal. Like we were, you know, we weren't sure if this was going to work, but it did. So, you know, sweet. Gotcha. All right, Brandon, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear the qualms. (laughs) Um, I think (laughs) I'd say my biggest qualm is that it felt like 
none of the characters previously defined like characteristics stayed true in this movie. It felt like everyone was just a completely different character with different motives. Like Dr. Strange helping Peter out didn't make any sense to me. Um, like why, why would he do that? Like, I mean, he's so serious. Like he, he should just be more of like, I'm sorry, but this is just your life. Now you need to just learn to live with it. Like, I don't see him doing what he was doing just based off of his, all his other previous like movies and, yeah, no? but he already said in the I feel like they kind of addressed that, I feel like, where he said you know, like when it was they played it for last and they're like, You can we say he said we we saved half the universe together, you can call me Steven. Yeah, but, that's fine with addressing names, but like changing like everyone on the entire planet's memory with a spell that can cause that much damage. I don't know. That just feels like super out of character for Strange. I thought so. The, so the I thought it kind of made sense because, well, a they introduced that he's like done it multiple times before. So like for like it seemed like smaller things even that he'd used yeah. this before. And then um, also like how he's not Sorceress Supreme and what's his face was like so much busier than him. I also thought it was just him kind of like wanting to do something is part of the motivation behind it. So part of it was like, I thought was just him being a little selfish and wanting to do some cool spells because he's been kind of like, you know, he hasn't been the one in charge doing all the different stuff. Um, I think that was part of the motivation as well. So I, I, th- I, I just don't, that doesn't make sense to me with whatever, everything else that is happening within the MCU. I don't understand how Doctor Strange is bored. Like there are so many things happening, especially with like the multiverse outside of this movie that I don't understand how he's bored. <laughs> well, maybe he's, I don't know. I mean, like whenever we see in other movies, what's, what's the other guy's name? The actual sorceress. Yeah. Like he's, he's the one running around doing things, talking to people like Dr. Strange isn't. So I don't know. Like what has he done since Endgame? You know? Well, I mean, WandaVision's happened. Loki's happened. Like he would be aware of like those things and like but isn't it the sorcerer supreme who's in charge of taking care of it you know well like, at the very least he'd be helping the sorcerer supreme i guess but doesn't he have to stay stationed like at that place isn't he like supposed to stay there and guard over it i mean you can teleport i don't think it'd be that difficult to get there and it back if you're doing another mission yeah i get. i guess that's true i don't know i don't know what the I, that's just the way it seemed portrayed to me in the movie that he like isn't that's what I, I, I again i that's what i'm saying like the stuff just doesn't make sense to me like why why was he not be busy why is he so bored that he's willing to do a dangerous spell that seems to be the most he says he's done it for less but i mean so that way i don't know it's it just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't add up and then on top of that, Peter being able to beat him in the glass realm or the mirror dimension. Yeah, with geometry. That didn't make sense. That didn't make <laughs> it was, sense it was, whatsoever. He, used, he did it using, aren't you an engineer? You should have been super stoked about that. So he just said, oh, I can use geometry and then proceeded to spray a bunch of webs and not. Like there was no explanation. It was just like fractals and stuff like that. I sure, there was. Tell, he said it was geometry. It it, <laughs> <laughs> that was your explanation. What else do you need? 
It, it actually did make sense, though. Like, those things were literally, like, spinning all around. And so he just, like, shot webs and it just spun around Doctor Strange. Why? Why? I, what's not unbelievable about that? I don't get it. <laughs> I it it didn't make sense. <laughs> I, legit, I don't understand. Like how did like how did it not make sense? I guess I don't understand. Like, I guess it, how is he able? So sure, those things are spinning around, but that means he would have to be able to like do three D mapping of each one of those objects and to know exactly where it's gonna be in order to hit strange like that and they have varying velocities like this thing just didn't make but sense they weren't va- like it was literally just like it, like literally a circle spinning around getting closer to them like it's pretty simple it wasn't like this crazy all these different things it's literally just rocks spinning in a circle plus he's supposed to be heading like, towards really smart yeah heading towards dr strange as far as like the physics of it it made complete sense and it would be very easy to do from what i saw like it made like I think if you rewatched it, you wouldn't be that surprised by it. Based if you like looked at how they were spinning around them, and it was literally like spiraling over them. It's like it was heading right towards them. I guess I I just I I didn't see that. I guess, and I still don't understand how Strange wasn't able to stop Peter within ten seconds. Yeah, that, I mean that, in, that whole fight didn't scene, make sense. In the scene, he was like focusing on other things, and then plus. There's an aspect of like, he literally said, oh, this is like my domain. Like, you can't beat me here. So like, he was very cocky about it. And so he probably was like, let his guard down, right? Like when when you're in something that you think you have complete control over, you're not as on edge as you would be in a fight where you don't have complete control over everything. So I thought it made sense. Like he got cocky and wasn't paying attention. And then he webbed him up. I, I think you can you can say that all you want, but I mean, there's, it's just very different power levels between superheroes, and I just don't see that happening. But like, he needs to move his hands and everything, right, to do it. Like, he can't just like most all a lot of the magic is him like actively doing things with his hands. So no, if you, like, they had in the first Doctor Strange people with no hands performing magic. Oh well, then yeah, I don't know. Then, then I got well, they still had to move around. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I still like I guess at the point where he's tied up, sure, but like everything up until that point, I don't feel like he should have been able. Peter should have been able to survive as long as he did, quote unquote, survive, With, like stay in the fight as long as he did. I felt bad for Andrew Garfield in this movie. It felt like they literally just used his entire character for laughs, and he acted totally different outside all of his previously stated movies. And like his just character traits were just so different and they knew he was had the worst movies. They, um, and they, he, they knew he was a meme. And so they just used him as that. And they didn't, they didn't actually give him like a quote unquote serious role. They just use him for laughs. I mean, I, I think they did that with both the Spider-Man side, right? No, like, no, not nearly as much with, with Toby. Really? I thought they were both just kind of, just laying down like like little comedy lines the whole time. Well, it was mostly like all the comedy was like la- you were supposed to laugh at Toby, not like w- Toby was being, or I'm sorry, Andrew um, Garfield. Like Andrew Garfield wasn't being funny. You were like, he was being weird and awkward and you were laughing at him. I think I 
That's how I remember him was... in his movies, to be honest. But yeah, like, honestly, but... I don't remember. <laughs> he was like I a don't nerd think... awkward. He wasn't like the awkwardness that he was there. Like it was literally meant to be like you're supposed to make fun of this guy because he's an idiot. I didn't get that vibe, but I think yeah, same. I mean, first of all, I don't think uh, I don't think I've really seen those movies, and if I did, like I definitely don't remember them, like the Andrew Garfield ones. Um, but I think there were like a decent amount of uh, kind of emotional things that they uh, that they brought in, and I think you have to remember, like the comedy is. Like, I think it's a great part of the movie, but it also kind of fits their characters because they're all, I mean, they are all Peter Parker. Um, but also I did, I thought it was really cool that they both like, you know, uh, Tom Holland had just lost Aunt May and they both were able to be like, you know, kind of like, I know exactly what that feels like. This is who I lost this is how I dealt with it. Like, this is what you should do. I thought, so yeah, I don't, I don't think that they were all just there for, you know, just for laughs. I think there was a lot of stuff that they were there for. And it, it did feel like, because they were both, I think like in the universe, they were older than Peter Parker. Um, So that like, they both had more experience and they were able to tell him and kind of like set, set him, on his way now that he didn't have, you know, any other role models. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't think they were just there for comedy, but I think that was my favorite part about them was no, I was, I didn't say if I did say that, I didn't mean to, they weren't just there for comedy, but like the, all the comedy was meant to be, you were supposed to laugh at Andrew. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, me either. I, I didn't I, get I don't it. Remember. <laughs> but also like, I feel like their personalities could have changed a good amount because it seemed like them getting pulled in. It had been many years for both of them since either of like the movies that we watched. It seemed like they were much older than they were when we last saw them in their movies. So, um, and I think in all their movies, they're kind of more. I mean, I felt like Toby, Toby stayed pretty consistent. Um, but Andrew, Andrew just it was just very different. It was it was very jarring to me. So. Yeah. I, and I haven't seen his movies like in a while. Like I haven't seen any of the other Spider Man's in a while. So I could just not really remember that well what they were like. So that probably helps in my case. How did you guys feel about um Aunt May dying? I think it should have happened sooner. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Brandon's just out I, here being heartless. He, no. Here's the thing: I've got heartless about it too because I didn't feel that much when she died. No, <laughs> I, I wasn't that attached to her character. Like it was supposed to be this huge dramatic scene, and I'm like, I don't really feel that sad right now. Like, I don't know. I think it should have happened earlier in the movie. That's what that's what I meant by earlier. If they're gonna do it, but yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I thought it kind of annoyed me a little bit because. They purposely uh, avoided, like, um, they avoided killing Uncle Ben in in the first movie. They're like, oh, we've done it so many times. But so they avoided it and then they just, like, they just killed Aunt May instead of It's like the same thing. It's literally the same thing. Well, was there an uncle? I don't think there was an Uncle Ben. No, there there wasn't. Like, because it had been done so much is the reasoning behind it. 
And then they just did it because it's like the same. And I guess, you know, you got to stay true to the comics. You got to have him be all on his own. Like that's how Spider-Man is in the comics. He doesn't have any, you know, parental figures. So it, it makes sense, but it just kind of annoyed me that they like actively avoided doing the whole uncle Ben thing just to do it in this movie. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I don't know. I didn't mind that so much. Just because, I mean, that is crucial to, like, Spider-Man's development is losing, like, a loved one. So, they're either going to do that to um, MJ or um, Aunt May. And they're not doing that to MJ because they don't want to lose Zendaya. Um, so, I don't know. It, it made sense to me. I just think that they should have dived deeper into, like, the, the, the hatred and the struggle that... Um, holland went through throughout the movie and i think it should that i think they should have focused on that way more than the stupid college stuff i mean the college stuff can be there for motivation but i felt like they just spent so much unnecessary time on that so much unnecessary time on like what the her dying or no the the college um oh the college stuff yeah, it was just annoying me, and it was just like, okay, come on, get on with it. Well, I think that was supposed to be just kind of like the motivation setting up for him, like why he got so, like why he was willing to uh, ask Doctor Strange to do this for him. No, um, you're you're totally right, but I just think they spent too much time on it. They didn't need to spend as much as they did. So, so you would have liked it if the movie was like. 20 minutes shorter no not necessarily just change that with more like interesting storyline like if you would have killed may sooner had him dealing with his uh anger and actually i i would have loved this movie to end with him killing osborne instead of um andrew garfield or toby jeez um (laughs) Yeah, Tobey Maguire stepping in to stop him because um, he doesn't really learn anything from that. Um, well, and then he has the opportunity to kill him and then he cures him. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, oh, so you're not going to kill somebody if someone steps in f- for you. I don't know. It felt weird to me. Um, and it, I think it would have been interesting to see him kill Osborne and then that set up future, m- maybe more, ma- not darker, but more mature, like Spider-Man movies where he's like dealing with that and the repercussions. And that's why he doesn't want to tell MJ and Ned about him being Spider-Man because like he doesn't like the dark side that he's seeing and he's trying to work through that. I don't know. I felt like that would have been a lot more interesting. So instead of Toby jumping in, they throw him the cure to try to be like, Hey, remember you're supposed to try to cure him. And he grabs it. And instead of like jabbing him to cure him, he like smacks him upside the head with it (laughs) and like kills him with it instead. And so then there's like that dichotomy between like he, instead of curing him with the cure, he killed him with the cure. I don't know. I thought that would have been made a much more interesting ending and had uh, set up for a, 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 much more interesting future movies. I think that would have been cool if 
we knew that at least Andrew Garfield was going to stick around in like that universe because he said like when he was talking to Tom Holland, um, he said like he, after Gwen Stacy died, he like just kind of got lost and he said he stopped pulling his punches, which apparently like in the comics, Spider-Man can lift like a ridiculous amount and literally every time he punches somebody, he could just like snap their neck because he's that Mm -hmm. strong, but he pulls his punches. And so like, I don't know if that means that Andrew Garfield started like killing people or if like he started, yeah, that's what they're alluding to. But so like, I think that would have been interesting if he saw uh, Tom Holland, like kind of start to go that way and then steps in and has to stop him and be like, Hey, I already did this. Like, this isn't what you want. And he already kind of said that. Like, I think he, like, they definitely said that in the movie. Um, I do agree. It would be interesting to see them kind of explore that a little more and like kind of vet that out of like actually sitting at, sitting down and talking about it and being like, well, I guess they kind of did. Like, yeah, they literally, that's like, I, I feel the opposite when they were in that fight and like, and I think they did a wonderful job of portraying how powerful Spider-Man actually is when he's fighting the Green Goblin in the multiple scenes. When they're like literally throwing each other through floors, like you can see how strong both these people are. And then at the end when they're like, he's not holding back and he punches down and puts a giant dent in that like iron shield. Mm-hmm. Like you see how strong he is. Like he's not trying to hold his punches. And when when that was happening and he like had him there, I was actually going to be ticked if he killed him. I was like, he better not kill him. I would have I would have been legit mad. I thought that would have been a horrible way to go. So I had the exact opposite feeling because then like the other Spider Man's coming in and talk to him, talking to him, Aunt May dying and still telling him that the, he did the right thing would have meant literally nothing. Like <laughs> it just means that like if he kills him in that moment, then Peter is a horrible person. Like, in my opinion, because like all they did in the movie with the Spider-Man's talking to him about they experienced similar things. And this is what happens if you don't hold your punches and and then them telling him like, hey, like, what did Aunt May literally tell you when she died and all that stuff? It literally just meant nothing to Peter. And he said, I don't care. I'm not listening to anyone. I'm killing him anyway. Like, I would have been ticked. Like, if that's the case, then like. You know, he's off the deep end and then the next movies are going to be brutal to watch because he's just going to be a horrible person. <laughs> like, yeah, well, no, that's the, the thing is that throw that would throw him over the deep end and then it would be like on like the next movie would be like a path to redemption. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I've seen so many like redemption stories in general that it's just kind of not as and they already even did it in the MCU, like Iron Man one. And I I feel like Iron Man's had a ton of redemption stories just in his own arc where, you know, at first he's like an arms dealing warlord basically. And then he realizes that that sucks, but then he doesn't like, he's still kind of self-centered. And then he, um, like after the battle of New York, he realizes like, you know, he's trying to deal with PTSD and he's uh, 
dealing with like trying to protect people now instead of just focusing on like himself and um yeah like all leading up to at the very end like when he's able to save uh save the universe like while sacrificing himself i think like that's we so we already saw a super detailed redemption story arc from like spider-man's mentor so it would be kind of i feel like it would be kind of i don't know boring to see spider-man do the same thing that his mentor did and be like okay well we already know like he should know better than this basically yeah that's how i felt like if if he killed him in that moment then he's literally learned nothing throughout any of the experiences that he's had and that would have just like really ticked me off I don't think it's learned nothing, but it's just like, because I, I don't think there's ever been a point where he's experienced so much rage and hate. And a lot of people don't know what to do with that. And like, just because you're in a moment of weakness doesn't mean you haven't learned anything. But it, like, you just, I don't know. I'd have to think about that more. But we're yeah, not here yeah, to think, we're here to say yeah, opinions. <laughs> I don't think I like what that insinuates. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just kidding. We're here to be thoughtful. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, getting into the qualms that I had, they were mostly just about the story and things like, like it, things didn't obey the own rules that they set, and that's when like if they just cleaned up a few different parts, I might've given this a nine out of 10. Um, but like when what's his face, Electro, is that, is that his name? What yeah. name does he go by? I think yeah. it's Electro. It, yeah. When, when he like doesn't know who Peter Parker is, like, um, Oh yeah. Cause he was like, he was like, man, I was really hoping you'd be black or whatever. And, like the whole thing was like Dr. Strange said, Oh, it pulled people into this universe who know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Like it literally, that was a line that <laughs> he said. So when he was like, Oh, I was hoping you'd be black. And I like, I was just really ticked. Cause I was like, um, isn't the whole reason he's here is cause he knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Like what? Yeah. I didn't, I, I like, I also, that. I heard that, uh, like I actually just watched another Mr. Sunday movies video, but he pointed that out and I was like, Oh yeah, that's doesn't make sense. Yeah. I was like, literally you broke your own rule. Like if you set that up, like whatever, just follow it. <laughs> like yeah. it's so simple. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he did know who Spider-Man was in the second. Andrew that's Garfield. what I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. So but I, either I, way, he said the thing like, oh, I was hoping you'd be black or whatever. I remember. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought he said like uh, something along the lines of like, I really want there to be a black Spider-Man or something like that. Well, he said not, that as not well. specifically that he thought Andrew Garfield. No, I'm black. pretty sure he said like, I thought you were going to be black or something. I, I don't that's remember it I that thought. way. I could be wrong, though. I could be I'm wrong. Probably, as well. I'm probably wrong if you both thought it was that way. I don't know. I do think it like it'd be really cool to see Miles Morales in this. True. I don't know why they didn't. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I we don't have a live action 
Miles right. You don't need you, you don't. Um, but this is a good way to introduce him. They introduced his uncle in the first Spider-Man movie. Why would you not? You you have him set up, and yeah. then have his own spinoff movie after this. Why? I don't understand maybe, why you wouldn't do that. Maybe they want to wait for Spider. Like they want to. They probably want to complete Tom Holland's arc before they can, and have him become more of like the mentor for Miles Morales. Like you know, he's he's probably coming down the pike in the future after Tom Holland Spider Man has. Well, Holland you know, has three more movies now. Yeah, so probably yeah. They're like they'll probably int- introduce him like towards the middle of the third. I don't know why you don't. I also I I think it would have been too much for this movie to be honest. Um, yeah, that's true. I think it would have been too much. It, I, I I didn't want it to be honest. I, it, I think it would be cool, but. It, then it, I think it would have just been too hard to keep things like. Yeah, it would have it would have been really cool, but I don't think like especially for people which I I don't I feel kind of bad for the people who've seen this movie who like saw this movie and maybe you know a few other other Marvel movies but don't like aren't weren't really paying attention and like didn't really care about the early Spider Man movies and like maybe saw one or two. Because I feel like, you know, they were already probably pretty confused. And now, like, adding Miles Morales would be just a whole nother thing that, like, would have a whole nother thing to keep track of. I think you're right, Kyle. I think it would have been too much. Even if it wasn't, like, the MCU's Miles Morales. You could have done the Miles Morales from this Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, but... Oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. I like. I think they could have, but that would have been. I think you done either. I think it would have been weird because it would have been like almost Looney Tunes style, like with you know having a or like Looney Tunes back in action where you have people. No, acting you do a live action version of them. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think they because they already have like the face, and they would have to find somebody who has. Like you know, his face and is also a good enough actor to be in the MCU. I don't think that that, that that would be that hard. Yeah, I also think that should be something that happens in like the Spider Verse movie. Like he becomes live action. I think that should be his movie as opposed to this movie. Because like this movie, you want you still want the main character to be Tom Holland, but I feel like bringing that like miles morales in then you kind of have to especially in the mcu do even more introduction to who that character is yeah which i'm sure they could have done like there's excellent writers but i think i still think it might have been too much but i'm sure if they figured it out it would have been great so you know i think you take 20 minutes off the 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 college narrative and boom you have enough time to to do a quick introduction (laughs) (laughs) and then we would have been talking about brandon would have been complaining that they barely introduced miles morales at all and then (laughs) we would be trying to convince him that they had they spent enough time on it probably so we just talk about my favorite part of the whole movie sure yeah because i did enjoy the movie don't get me wrong um i jumped out of my seat when i saw charlie cox on screen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes i was so happy to see him too 
but also it ticked me off because I hate it when they introduce characters like that and then literally like yes. hitting the fan, everything's going wrong and he's just nowhere to be seen. Exactly. I, was, <laughs> I, I hate when they do that stuff. I told her, I was like, this better not be the only time we see him on screen and it was. So it was my favorite part and yeah. also it sucked. I know. I wish <laughs> they just didn't even introduce him. That is true. I realized <laughs> that nothing. at the end and I didn't even really watch the daredevil netflix series but like i realized that afterwards when i think kenzie was like yeah oh yeah he was like in it and i was like oh yeah they didn't really do anything with him at all which no. like it's cool <laughs> that there's confirmation that he's in the mcu but it's also kind of like okay you know that could have been anybody you know yeah are you guys watching the hawkeye series or no yes i'm waiting till it all comes out so i can spend it okay never mind <laughs> okay. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I do have a question. Um we can kind of talk it. Well, first of all, how did you guys feel about uh I want to specifically talk about the second end credit scene, but the first end credit scene, what even was it? I'm trying to remember now. That was Venom. Oh yeah. It ticked me off as well because it broke the same rules. He doesn't know who Spider-Man is. Yes. He doesn't know Spider-Man's Peter Parker. I was so ticked. I was like, this is literally just like... They should have done Deadpool. Yeah, well, no. It, the thing is, it's a Sony thing, right? I'm sure Sony made that happen and made them put it in there because, like, you know, Sony put their name all over this wherever they could. Um, and so that was totally, I bet you it was a Sony thing. Like, Hey, you have to put in Venom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure it was in the contract. Like, yeah, yeah it, it ticked me off. Although it didn't, it didn't I will say obey the rules. It, yeah, it does. It does. Doesn't obey the rules, but also it kind of makes me excited because that bartender, and this could be just like coincidence. Yes. Danny Rojas from Ted Lasso. And, I would be so psyched if Danny Rojas became the next Venom because they set it up that way. They did introducing Venom into the MCU. I like, so that's what makes me think that it wasn't just like a throwaway. Oh, Sony wants the Venom to be in this movie just because, um, yeah, that, so that would be really cool. Um, I guess that might set up like, you know, a sinister six movie, or something further down the line, which I think there's either confirmation or rumors of. Um, but yeah, so I thought yeah, that was I, cool. I, I really hope he is, because I love him <laughs> in Ted Lasso. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so how I'm did you feel? Here. I don't know that guy. You need to watch Ted Lasso. You should watch it. It's so good. Is it a movie or a TV show? It's a TV show. It's on Apple Plus, though, so... All right, so that's a no go. <laughs> you you could probably do I don't a know. trial or something. Yeah, yeah, you could do a trial. They do it Here's like a thing. I started that. I, I did that for HBO, and now I pay for HBO. So yeah, but Apple's only it's only like five bucks a month, and yeah. the literally the only thing you're gonna watch is Ted Lasso because there's nothing else on there. Yeah, that's kind of true. Um. Okay, so how we talked about the first end credits, I. I'm interested to hear your guys' opinions on this because I thought that just having basically a trailer for the last end credit scene was so lame. And I really was kind of annoyed at Marvel because as I was sitting there watching it, I was like, this should be on YouTube. Like they should, 
they should post this somewhere else. The end credits of movies, especially Marvel movies, are reserved for scenes that like drive speculation, get people really excited, not just oh wow, like here's um, a montage back to the the Captain America and yeah, credit scene say. where literally nothing happened. Oh, well, no, 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 I no, no, would no. honestly, I would rather that than just a trailer. So like, I would, I would rather even just like the. The There's Deadpool I mean, doing there, Ferris is, Bueller. This, this isn't the first time. When was the first time? I'm pretty sure that they did a Captain America trailer, like for the first Captain America after like Iron Man or something like that. Or after it was one of the very first few. Like I'm pretty, I'm almost positive that that happened. Yeah, I, 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 to answer your question, I was a little bummed because, yeah, I wanted it to be like an actual like scene or like, you know, uh, but also I think it made sense because you can't really drop this trailer without like spoiling some scene, some things about this movie. And well, I guess it doesn't really spoil it, but I, I think it's better that you see this movie first before you see that trailer. And I think that's what they wanted. So I think it made sense. Um, I mean, I, I guess it made sense, but I was just like, yeah. just wait, you know two or three weeks like release it on christmas day or whatever and have yeah. drive all the hype there like don't that's true or they could have just taken a quick scene from the movie or something and right not, yeah they could have i don't know i i didn't mind it because like one of my i love getting to the movie theaters early and seeing like trailers that i have seen on youtube already for the most part but just seeing the trailers on the the big screen and getting hyped for them like i don't know i i enjoyed it well, you're just a contrarian today, aren't you, Brandon? <laughs> it's 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 either you or Kyle every every time. I was I am um, disappointed though if it is like the actual like trailer number one um, because everything that I've heard about that Doctor Strange movie is it's going to be very like dark and horror esque and like yeah. That did not seem like that at all, the way they framed that trailer. It did not seem like it was going to be scary whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, I was a little disappointed. At, like, what I've been hearing as far as the buzz for the movie and then what we saw did not line up at all. Yeah. I feel like what would have been perfect is because we got like the evil Doctor Strange. I think what would have been perfect is literally just like the MCU Doctor Strange meeting evil Dr. Strange and cut it there. Like that would have driven so much more hype for the movie. Everybody would have been like, Holy crap. You know, this is happening. Like now you're just going to see a bunch of people basically doing trailer breakdowns. Whereas I feel like that would have really like, yeah, you know, I agree. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think you would be right. If what if hadn't come out, I guess spoilers for what if, but like, I mean, everyone would be like, okay, well, that's we've seen this before. Well, I don't know. I don't think it'd be anything new under the sun, you know? Yeah, but we haven't seen. Uh, we haven't like. We didn't. We don't know if that's if what if is canonical to the MCU, and it then is. I would have confirmed it. it. It's it's canonical in the sense that um, that like it's the multiverse. They the I think Kevin Feige said that. Yeah, but like, is it the same? Evil Doctor Strange? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it'd be more of like, it's it's the same storyline, essentially. I mean, 
Yeah. Okay. I ha- we have to do upvotes and downvotes because I have to leave. So <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a downvote ready, and it really annoyed the crap out of me. Well, you better have an upvote ready too because you you got to spend okay. both at the same I, time. I guess I I have the main downvote was when he turned his suit inside out and then he taped the phone for MJ and Ned to see, and he had the screen facing out. He taped over anywhere where the uh, camera. Uh, no, he didn't. he didn't. I he looked for it that. too. The camera is in the top. The camera is in the top left corner. In the and top there was no left tape corner. There. I looked specifically. Yep, there is no tape. They purposely avoided okay, that good. corner with tape. Then I rescind I that down vote. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for that, and I noticed it. Granted, I think they portray it because on my phone that. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know. Like, do do iPhones have it in the top left? The corner? iPhones have it in the middle. Yeah, so so does my Galaxy. So I don't know, like, what brand of because they definitely portray it as an iPhone, I think. But um, that that was like a. I'm not sure if it all lined up as far as they show like the screens of iPhones, but I don't know if that camera. I don't know. That's like super nitpicky. I'd have to look into. But they did purposely avoid the top left corner. <laughs> okay. Where the camera well, then was, I take that so. back. And I uh, downvote the fact that they kept, like, I totally understand why, and I don't know how to fix this, but it really annoyed me that in the middle of fights, everybody kept taking their mask off. Like, I get it, you have well. to know who's who, <laughs> but it also annoyed the crap out of me because I was like, you are fighting right now, like... You need some kind of protection, <laughs> especially when there's sand blowing right. all over the place. So that was my down vote. I think my up vote was when they talked about how Toby Maguire can just shoot webs out of his wrists. And that, then, was, that was a lot of fun. Then the other two were like, that's that was weird. Does it come? Out <laughs> <anywhere> else? <laughs> right. So dying. yeah, those are my up votes and down votes. My down vote. I was ready, but then Davis started making me think about the web fluid thing. Dang it. <laughs> I'm, I got mine queued up. If you Go for it. Um, yeah, so I guess downvote, I already touched on it. It was just, th- they broke their own rules. I, I think Marvel's better than that. Um, or maybe they didn't, and I just didn't understand things properly, but it really seemed like they did. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that really bothered me. It definitely, like, subtracted, like, a half point. Like, it could have been a nine if they just cleaned up some of those little story things. And then my upvote, which I'm kind of bummed we didn't talk about because it is, and maybe I'm just a nerd and not a lot of people realize this, um, but they also, in this movie, they did a lot of, uh, what's the word? Not homages, but like the cinematography style, they copied from the other movies as well. So they like borrowed some of the, the cinematography of how things are shot and framed in this movie for the, like the other Spider-Mans. And I thought that was a really cool touch, especially with the scene. Like this was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie when Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man has to save MJ. And it's the exact same scene of when he like the framing and everything of when he like accidentally killed Gwen trying to save her. And like, literally that hit me like emotionally. Like that was what got me the most is like, when he did that, realized that it was like the exact same situation. And then he corrected his mistake, right? He didn't shoot a web to save her. He like went down and hugged her and, and got her that way. 
I thought that was just such a cool throwback to his movies. And like, yeah, that was really cool. It's definitely my favorite scene of the whole movie. Just cause like literally it was like exactly what happened. You saw him learn from his mistake and like he knew exactly what was going on in that moment. And then like when he landed and realized what had happened and like he got emotional and like, Oh, it, it was so good. Such a good scene. And yeah, I really yeah. appreciate how they, they also borrowed some like cinematography and stuff um from the other movies and like kind of reference that in this movie which i've heard some people say was a little jarring because they were like it seemed different like the way they they shot things um but it was because it was like you know tribute to the other movies which i thought was really cool my down vote is when ned is using the portal thing saying and he and he gets toby and andrew to come into his grandma's house um he says well i guess i'll just keep trying until i get the right spider-man and he stops after two so in theory there's a lot of other spider-men that were out there that could have helped that's, that's but true. didn't because he just stopped trying <laughs> so that was my down vote um upvote just daredevil just daredevil that's all i need to say <laughs> you mean um wait what's his non um Charlie Cox? No, like what's his name in the Matt? Is it Matt? Matt Murdock? Yeah, you Matt Murdock. I didn't see Daredevil. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, you saw him when he grabbed the brick. Yeah, that's true. That was pretty cool. He said, <laughs> I'm a very good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So, real quick, what are you looking forward to? And I guess let's just sit. Say your name and what you're looking forward to. Sure. Let's just do that. That it works. All right. Well, I'm Kyle, and I'd say what I'm looking forward to is the next season of Drive to Survive. Um, big Formula One fan. This this last Formula One season was pretty crazy. Ended in an insane way. Like literally, you could not have like wrote a better ending. Like how crazy it was. Um, and there's a lot of controversy and whatever. And so I feel like the next season. Of drive, to drive to survive is going to be really good probably really spicy so yeah my name is brandon and i'm really looking forward to the season two of witcher which just dropped oh yeah so cassie and i are about to start watching that my name is davis and i'm looking forward to the king's man uh the king's been like prequel looks really cool also the batman with robert pattinson i snuck two in there because i can so yes oh wait i feel like i feel like we can't end this by um not saying who our favorite spider-man is so brandon who's your favorite spider-man of the three i guess of the four if we want to include spider-verse uh my favorite spider-man is 2099 what uh spider-man 2099 he's the one that was uh he doesn't have his own movie yet um but that's my favorite spider-man and I'm sticking to it. That's a cop right. <laughs> No, Oscar Isaacs played him in the Spider Verse. At the very end, it was he was the post credit scene. Uh, he was blue. <laughs> all right, maybe I better reframe this question. Who's <laughs> your favorite MCU Spider? <laughs> well, there's only one MCU Spider Man. There are now three. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, there's now three officially. Uh Holland. Davis? 
I, yeah, I guess I'd say Tom Holland with Andrew Garfield as second. I like yeah. them all, but I like I, Andrew Garfield. Second? My favorite is Andrew Garfield. Oh, granted, granted, Tom Holland's movies are the best, but Andrew Garfield is my favorite of the three in terms of Spider-Man. Okay, I changed my mind because I can't not leave Toby without love on this podcast. So, <laughs> Toby is my favorite. Nice. Way to end it. You're listening to Optional Opinions. The only... Po- uh, oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. no. My streak is over. No way. Uh, that's it. I wow. think that's the first time. I'm done with podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess it's just me and Brandon. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> you, you want to try again? We'll give you a redemption shot. I guess. I just feel like it's over now, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. This is your last chance to continue <laughs> to be on the podcast. <laughs> Get the, pre, the pre-warm-ups in. <laughs> <laughs> All right.